0: Moms, I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Traffic calling to you calling in live from the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta tonight, road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder of Full Time Families, the resource for your full time adventures and so much more. This broadcast and every broadcast, I'm blessed to be joined by my lovely co host.
1: Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your Road Trip Teacher, also a Road Schooling Home school Mama to Four Kiddos on the Road. I'm the creator over at Road Trip Teacher, your resource for educational Uh, products on the road and I'm calling into you from boring old crossroads of America where we've enjoyed our weekend here in the Illinois Missouri area and I am so jelly over Kimberly's location at the balloon fiesta I can't wait to hear all about it hey KT how's it going oh it's going great wait I think
0: they're going to do one of the burners and I'm going to show you what I've been waking up to every morning as soon as they put the burner on I'll I'll show you how we know that
1: uh there's balloons. Did you hear that, Mary Beth? I did. That is so awesome to hear. Yes. So I can almost enver- envision. At it. At the
0: RV fairgrounds, um, at the Balloon Fiesta Fairgrounds. Uh, we're having an FTF hangout here. This is most of our first time coming to the Fiesta. And I want to tell you, this is an experience like none other. Mary Beth, I know you've had this on your list for a long time. And I promise you, girlfriend, you're coming back with me next year because we are doing this again. This is the most, the quintessential road schooling experience. We've been blessed to be hooked up with a hot air pilot. Dominic has been crewing every morning the 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 vast education that we've been getting from being a part of this event, the history of this event, the history of New Mexico, um, the air patterns, uh, the geology of New Mexico, the microclimate of New Mexico, I could not replicate this with all the books in the world. This has been hands-on, one of the best learning experiences we've ever had, not to mention it is overwhelmingly (laughs) beautiful. So if you haven't seen my pictures yet, I did a little bit of a live uh, right before the broadcast on Road School Moms' Facebook group. I've been posting a whole bunch of lives over at uh, Full Time Families and some on my own page and some on Instagram at, at FullTimeFamilies.com. I just can't even explain this, Mary Beth. Have you been to a balloon festival?
1: You know, interestingly enough, where I'm from in Danville, Illinois, there was a balloon festival when I was younger. <clears throat> that was um, an annual event, and then it went away for whatever reason, but they have brought it back in the last couple of year. Well, I think last year was the first year. So I have been to an event similar, but I know just from your pictures, Casey, that it's nowhere near that massive, you know, of an event to where you are. But I have been to one of those, and I enjoyed that so much. And as you said, this is on my bucket list, and I can't tell you how of, of all the SPF events that I've missed since I've been on the road, and there's been a few that really broke my heart. But this one, just, your pictures have been awesome. All the other FTF um, families interactions and just a lot of the things that, um, you know, from an outsider watching in the STF page and, um, even through the road school moms been really quite an event to, um, watch from the sidelines. And I'm so excited to hear you say that you're going to do it again because you can mark me down oh, as yeah. a participant because it's, uh, very exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is a must visit event and I don't say that lightly I've been a lot of places I've done a lot of things I can't believe I waited seven years to get here this is a must 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 visit must put on your list must do with your FDF friends because it is so much fun so beautiful The staying in the RV park I posted some pictures of them sail this week in our peek at my week of them sailing into the park and then uh, you go and you help them crew the balloons which isn't as a uh, which isn't as hard as it looks. Well, it's hard, it's just you don't need a lot of experience to do it. You just need
1: some brawn and
0: some uh, uh, enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you, Clementine, Road Mom Clementine, nine months pregnant, crewed a balloon and went for a balloon flight this week. So she's been having the time of her life, and a balloon landed right next to her, and all all the balloons have different traditions. When they land there's like all these different traditions and ceremonies and maybe speeches and they pop a cork on a uh champagne and they drink some beer. Well, the balloon that landed next to clementine 's camper like in the spot where another camper would be that 's how close next to clementine's camper, had a tradition of picking a princess and Clementine became royalty for <laughs> that balloon they gave her they gave her beads, and they gave her a bouquet and she was um the uh, Princess of the Balloons. I can Which
1: think of no road other school. road. I can think of <laughs> no other road school mom that would wear that better than her, right?
0: No. Yeah. She, they they got the right lady for that. Absolutely. Um, it's just been so amazing here. I I can't I can't tell you how amazing this is. You just have to come see it for yourself. I'm sure the pictures and the videos are not doing this justice. The other. The other morning was Saturday morning. I don't know. I get up every morning at 4.30. You know that's not my forte, but totally worth it here. Um, I was in the midst of all the balloons. They were all lifting up all around me, and I, I couldn't contain myself from crying. It was so overwhelmingly beautiful.
1: Yep. It, the, the pictures, Whoa. like you say, I'm sure they don't do it justice, but just while, like I said, watching from where I'm at. And, you know, just watching the build-up and all the things that have happened, it's, uh, definitely cemented the idea that that's one of my major top priorities on the leaf list. So, I'm glad you're experiencing it. I love it. Yeah, well, you know, in comparison, my week hasn't been all that exciting. Uh, we were in Indiana for part of the week, and then I've been promised my kiddos all summer that we would go to Six Flags. So we made a road trip over to St. Louis this weekend, um, south of St. Louis to Eureka, Missouri. Done uh, Six Flags, went to their Fright Night because, of course, it's October. And uh we did a little more research. You know, I talked about this back when we done the White River Museum back about a month ago when we were staying at Cahokia Campground there near St. Louis. My kiddos got really interested in just the whole transportation portion of what the Mississippi River brings to our country's heritage, I guess would be the right word. And so we ended up kind of rabbit trailing off on some crazy I don't even know how to explain it, just some crazy transportation history this weekend. And we can talk about that more on a different show because it's really just a whole whole topic all of itself. So we had a really good road school week. It was totally on the fly. We totally were on the wing at plan, but um, that's what our road schools look like this week. Fantastic. I love it. Um,
0: You know, I want to say, so sometimes our life looks all like, um, I don't know, sunshine and rainbows unicorns and whatnot and and this week my life does look like that but that's definitely not the norm that's not how i spend 52 of my weeks every year so um i was just talking about this with someone else i was doing an interview the other day with someone and she said you know what are the challenges there are a lot of challenges with this life and i i do believe that our being is an arduous life And some weeks you get to do lots of laundry and pay lots of bills and you know your credit card goes missing you got to deal with that or you know a million other things just like regular life and then some weeks you just hit the jackpot
1: yeah that's, that's for sure and you know what um i guess it kind of leads us to what well, you and i've been talking about the last couple of weeks and that's really that you know your road school is really a journey that leads you sometimes you know you just you never know where it's going to lead you and it's it's not about you know books on a shelf or or even historical places on a map. You know, it's, it's just about, um, you know, kind of what you find along the way and the opportunity that presents itself and what you do with it. That's the beauty of it, I think.
0: Absolutely, and I, I you know, the people that you meet, I find, really are what make the journey so enjoyable. I could definitely be here by myself with my family and think this is pretty amazing. But being here alongside FTF, definitely missing you, Mary Beth. If we, if we were parked by by you. It would be complete. It would be totally complete. Aww. Um we well, really miss you. you and your family. But, uh, that, that makes it so much sweeter when you can experience this alongside people who understand you, understand why you're doing what you're doing, why you live in 350 square feet. We happen to be parked across from Fantasy RV Tours, which is a big, uh, tour company. Um, they have got a hundred rigs in their group. We've got 22 in our group. Ironically, they've got 200 people, and we've got 100 people, <laughs> so, <laughs> even though we've got one quarter of the rig. Uh, but uh, they've just remarked over and over again. They can't imagine. We have about 55 children running through the RV park, through our section with Nerf guns and lightsabers and whatnot. They have just come to me, these fantasy RV people have over and over and just said, it's just so delightful to watch your children playing, and we just love how well-behaved your children are, and they're just so thrilled, and I I have to say, I'm partial, but I really do believe road school children are a notch above, and I'm super stoked that they get to experience this with their friends.
1: Well, that's a very good compliment and one that's well-received. It kind of a reflection of your own family, but as well as your FTF family, and so that is very much deserved. So speaking of dates, though, you know, dates that we're going to be together, you know we got our confirmation this week for the Books and Beyond date in January. um, You and I are going to be hosting a workshop called Road School, No RV Needed.
0: Yes, I'm super excited about that, Um, and just to spend time with just you is awesome, and that we get to... (laughs) Speak and, and hopefully inspire other homeschooling families to, you know, think outside the box and think outside the bricks. So I'm really excited about uh, that opportunity. And I know that uh, the date was just published for the Prairie Life Book Club, which uh, Tonya went to her book club meeting this week and showed them her butter. We made butter per the Bear, Prairie Life Book Club's instructions. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, Bear Miss can put the notes in the show notes tonight about this Prairie Life Book Club that her and I and a couple other Road Schooling families are involved in. Uh, and I think that looks like it's gonna be November 17th in Florida, the, uh, book club party.
1: So that looks like fun too. It does. That's gonna be the Gold Rush Party. And if you don't know what we're talking about, um, you need to go over to the Giles Frontier and check out all that she's got going on over there. Holly Giles really has done an amazing job with this Prairie Life Book Club. I'll put it in the show notes. We won't spend a lot of time about talking about it tonight, but Hop on over there if you uh want to have some information about the Prairie Lifetime period in our country. And the highlight of that book club, like KT said, is the Gold Rush Party in November. So very exciting stuff over at com. I know you've got so much going on, KT, tonight. Are you going to hop off here? Are you going to stay with us tonight? Or are you going to get back to your I balloon I am going to need to hop off because I have
0: hidden myself <laughs> in a corner.
1: <laughs>
0: get in. And, uh, I, I'm getting strange looks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, you're going to have to make sure that, you're gonna, before you hop off there, you're going to have to make sure that um, our guest is on air, because I have no way of knowing that. I guess I just realized that. Yes, I don't either, because I'm away from
0: the switchboard. So, uh Jane Fidel, are you with us tonight?
2: Yes, it's Jan.
0: Hey, oh, Jan. Jan. Hi, nice to meet you. I will edit that out. We'll change that, so don't worry. So, uh Meredith, I'm going to hand it over to you to do the
1: intro, Okay. All right, girl. Have so much fun, and it's been great chatting with you. Okay, I miss you, and I'm sorry, Dan.
0: I'll uh, I'll get in touch another time. All right. Okay. Good night, night,
1: guys. Night. Okay, road school moms. So we've had KT um, is not going to join us tonight for this show. It was kind of a last minute. Thing that happened, which you know, we're kind of on the wing at plan here at Rose School Mom, so we'll do without here for the rest of the show. But I want to welcome Jan Bedell on the show. If you were with us at FTEA in Orlando back in May, at the end of May, then you might remember that I done a, a Facebook Live from Jan's booth, um, Little Giant Steps. She is uh, the brain coach, also a fellow podcaster here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And uh her and I made plans for the show way back in May, and we've talked about it a little bit. So I am going to bring her on now, Jan Bedell, the brain coach, and let her uh tell a little bit about herself. Jan, tell our listeners a little bit about um, yourself and how you fit into the homeschool community.
2: All right. Well, it's great to be with you. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear
1: you great. You're loud and clear.
2: Great. I had to reboot my... Phone just before this call, because I had like no bars and it wasn't registering, so I'm glad to be here and tell you a little bit about my experience. I was a public school teacher and hadn't thought anything about homeschooling because I think it was illegal at the time. <laughs> so that's how far back I go in my homeschooling. Um, they had just we had just moved to Dallas and found a group that was at the church where I was visiting that was going to start up this the next week and I thought okay well I have a special needs daughter and we had to leave our school and I didn't know what I was going to do because we couldn't it was when in the 80s when the bus came for all especially remodelers which we were in that business and so I started homeschooling and uh we did that for five years with the traditional approach. And then I became a pretty desperate mom at that point because my 15-year-old was like reading at the first grade level and math about the same, and I was about to give up. So, you know, about that time when you're about to give up something, uh God comes along <laughs> and brings you something wonderful, and that's what he did for me. In 1992, I found out about the neurodevelopmental approach. Now, that's kind of a big word, but basically it just means neuro having to do with the brain. That's where the brain coach comes in. And development. How does the brain develop and how do you develop the brain so that it works better? So I, I homeschooled another three years with the neurodevelopmental approach and We had great success, changed my daughter's life, and ever since I've been trying to tell the, especially the homeschool community, about this approach, because you guys are pioneers, you're receptive, you're sometimes desperate because your children are struggling, and so I go to book fairs, and that's where I met Mary Beth, and tell people about how to help their children's brains work better.
1: That's fantastic. I love I your bio is so rich in information and I'm just scanning through it right now and um I, it brings me to when you said that you were homeschooling when homeschooling was illegal, um it, it always makes me laugh because Felice Gerwitz who owns our network, um, Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, I know that she always says that she was homeschooling when homeschooling wasn't cool and it always makes me laugh and it takes me back to those years. I um I always feel like that I've gotten the benefit from those hard years that you put in and um, other moms homeschooling moms like Felice and yourself, you know, put in, you know, back a couple of decades ago even and kind of forged that way for those of us that are homeschooling now, um, you know, because it was a whole lot easier for me. I just took my kiddos out of public school and, you know, I went along on my way. I didn't really have to fight um, the social stigma so much and and that kind of a thing. So for that, I'm always grateful. <clears throat> But anyway, yeah. so tell me, I know that you said you told us what neurodevelopmental means. Um, but tell us, um I know in your bio it says that you're a neurodevelopmentalist. So tell us exactly what that is and maybe a little bit more about that big word. Because I think that'll you know, for some of our road school moms they'll think, neuro what? you know? So tell us a little bit more no. about that.
2: I know, it's a it's a bigger word than really um has too much issue with, but mainly what I do is, or what I did for most of my career is I saw children one-on-one and did some evaluations, a neurodevelopmental evaluation, which means we look at the whole child. This was something that was really refreshing for me because everybody before I found out about this approach, they looked at my child with their little microscope of their experience you know like the speech people would look at that and then the OT would look at that and the PT would look at that and you know it, it was all kind of isolated with neurodevelopment you look at the whole child uh, six different areas the tactile issues or the tactile development the auditory the visual the language the manual Which is the handiness and the mobility, which is how you move through space. And all of those things, we look at nine different levels to find out where the glitches are for kids that may have dyslexia or ADD or um, just learning challenges. You know, maybe one day they know it and the next day they don't. Then we find, then we equip the parents on what to do to fix those
1: issues so they don't have struggles. It's very rewarding. That's so interesting. So I'm jotting my notes down here because you know I'm a note taker. So you said there are six areas of learning challenges, and I caught them all. You said tactile, audio, visual, manual, mobility, and was what, what, what did I miss there? Language. Language. That is so interesting. So your experience basically um, in homeschooling is what brought you to this Realization, I guess, um, from your own experience with your own struggling homeschooler—is that right? Yes,
2: yeah, she. You know, I had homeschooled her for five years, and she knew every phonogram of the of the writing road to reading. It back then was the name of the first uh, approach in phonics that was just so comprehensive with all the coding and all that. And she she could tell me all of those phonograms, but. Her processing was so low that she couldn't hold the pieces together and I didn't um, I didn't know what to do to help teach her to read. I mean she could sound them out, sound those things out, but she couldn't hold it together long enough to get a word out. It was pretty bizarre.
1: Well I'm glad you brought that up because I think so many times, um and this is a you know, just kids in general, it doesn't matter whether they're homeschooled or public schooled or what the situation is. But I think so many times it's so easy to focus on their weaknesses and the things that they aren't doing well and where they're struggling. Um, And so it seems like to me that you have found a way to kind of go in and kind of tweak the areas where there's strength, um, you know, in those same kiddos. And I I love it in your bio. It says that through your years of work that you've helped kiddos and teenagers and even adults discover their God-given potential without labels. And I love that about um, about your bio because I, I, I always so many times I, I see a kid or you know or a situation and it just it seems like there's just always labels and that you know is kind of a predecessor and you know it speaks for them before they even get a chance to speak for themselves.
2: Yes, and sometimes I can use it as an excuse as well, I have run into some children that have been tested so much that they have Four, or five, six different labels and our whole philosophy is to say no to labels and yes to hope because each one of those symptoms that cause them to get a label, you know, because really if you think about it, most all of those labels come from a list of symptoms. You know, there's a checklist and you check those off and if they have a certain number of check marks, then they call them that, ADD or whatever. And what I found is each one of those symptoms is caused by something in the brain and if you stimulate the brain at the root cause then those symptoms tend to just often just
1: totally go away or diminish greatly. I love that information, say no to labels and yes to hope. You know, I think so many times, you know, just to elaborate on that a little bit, I just um, I feel like that, you know, it makes a, a child feel like that there's something wrong with them. I mean, maybe they have a, you know, a struggle in their learning process, um, you know, or maybe they're challenged in that way, but there's nothing wrong with them, you know, and I, I really do feel so strongly that that's what happens with a label, is that it makes them immediately think, oh, well, I've got... You know this that or the other and it really makes them feel inferior
2: yes and I mean I had one little boy that um, was later diagnosed dyslexic and um, but he came home from first grade and told his mother he wasn't a very smart little boy and it really can affect their self-esteem it turns out he had a hundred and thirty IQ but his brain was so disorganized <laughs> that it it was stopping his potential from coming out and that all got turned around we he left my office the last time and he said i'm telling my dad i'm cured of dyslexia oh now that may sound sound like a really strange thing but if he was tested again i don't think he would have had that label because the symptoms weren't there anymore
1: It's a fantastic story the brain, I mean, to me, when we talk about this, the brain seems so complex. Um, does it require you taking your child to a PhD like yourself to make a positive, positive difference in a child that's struggling?
2: No, there's lots. Well, and that's one of the reasons I'm doing the podcast. I've got 50 of them out there already. And uh, there's lots of information that I've given in the Brain Coach Tips at the ultimate homeschool radio network and also we have a neurodevelopmental DVD that people can get it's a two-hour lecture on how to check for some of these uh, key aspects of neurodevelopment and then what you can do about it as well
1: I know that for most of us um, I, you know, I mean, I guess in my mind, I always think, well, you know, if I provide good experiences and I get the right curriculum out there, that that's going to make the difference and all the success for our kiddos. Is that really true? Am I on the right track, or is that, is that really off base? Well, let me
2: let me put it this way. You know, there's a lot of things going around um, about learning styles. For years, it's been find your child's learning style and then teach to it. Our whole philosophy is that you need to be good in all the learning styles because there's certain information that needs to come in certain ways. And it, it would be much more efficient to bring information in visually, say, than maybe tactically. And it really puts them at a disadvantage if you just teach to their strengths because then they don't get any better at their weaknesses so what we try to do is just help the brain work the most efficient way in all those areas so that they can bring in information bring out information under all kinds of circumstances so just to give you an example uh, we have something called developmental foundations that is a in-home program designed for homeschoolers where you can take about an hour a day and do some of these um, brain-stimulating activities and it makes all the difference. We had one young man who was 17 years old and he really wanted to go to college. And um, of course he had studied all the different things he could think of to take that test and he only made a 14 on his ACT. Well, he started Developmental Foundations and he only had three and a half months before he had to take the test again because he really wanted to go to college. And he, the second time he took it, he got a 20.
1: Wow. Now,
2: yes, I mean, it was, it's so exciting to be able to release this potential because, you know, there was no curriculum or training that he was going to do to get that much of a jump on his ACT? It's just that his brain worked
1: better. That's a fantastic testimony. So um, I'm sure that there's there's going to be some of our old school moms out here that are listening. Um, some of them possibly new to homeschooling, but probably more like they've already been homeschooling. Um, and it feels like that you're speaking directly to them, and they have a struggling learner and they don't know where to start. Can you give us an example of it, just something simple that our audience can start with that can really make a difference in their homeschool this year?
2: Sure, I can do that. And and I actually have a, a tool that I can offer for them to uh, test for this, and, and then it has some suggestions on what to do. So for about at least 20 years, I, I think, I've been beating the drum about, auditory sequential processing. Now, again, that may be not familiar to everybody, but basically what that means is holding auditory information together so that you can follow directions, stay on task, um, comprehend, follow a story, and you know how sometimes kids get um uh, they're, well, it's, it's from their processing, I think. They just start in the middle of a story and they expect you to get caught up with them because they've already thought that, but they can't hold all the pieces together, so they just kind of jump in in the, in the middle. Right? That's from poor processing. And our whole society is going in a negative direction, has been for several years, many years in fact, in this auditory Uh, situation. Now, homeschoolers do a better job than most people because you tend to read to your children, and that helps with auditory processing. But this is holding sequential information together, and one of the keys that you need to know if you've got a child that is learning to read, especially if you're using phonics, which if you're a homeschooler, probably 99% of you are doing that, What you what they need is at least a five ability to hold five pieces together to handle phonics well. Now I have a free test kit. If you just go to littlegiantsteps.com, the steps is plural, so littlegiantsteps.com, and go to the store. There's a and just register there. There's a free test kit that you can get. Go ahead and get the auditory one and get the visual one too. And we even have the ones for what I call tiny tots, the ones that are under three. Because if you start working on this early with like the little games that you can play during the day for one or two minutes here and, you know, a couple minutes there, then it's going to make all the difference in their ability to, you know, sit still and stay on task. That's one of the things homeschoolers really need to happen right because you've got so many different children you need to take care of that somebody's got to get to their work (laughs) and stay with it so I just can't emphasize enough how important this auditory processing is you need to have a five working on six for phonics but if they want to go to college or if if you just want them to excel in life you want to get them up like nine or something like that my daughter had a 3 digit span when we started and no wonder she couldn't use phonics because she could stand out three letters but after that it was just it was a mess <laughs> so does that i i kind of went over that fast so since you're just hearing this for the first time, why don't you tell me what questions you have about that?
1: Well, you have provided so much interesting information, and I've just been writing as fast as I could. I, I love it that you found hope and help um, through this neurodevelopmental approach. It's even hard for me to say it; it's such a mouthful. Um, but it seems so. to me that it, you know, what you said, and I think I even read it on your website somewhere that. This approach, this neural developmental approach, ensures the brain is ready for learning, and that makes so much sense to me. Like, if you're going to plant a garden, you don't plant it unless the conditions are right. I mean, is that that's kind of a similar analogy? Am I right?
2: Exactly. Yes.
1: And I love it that you're passionate um, in so many ways to stimulate the brains um for all ages and that that brings that to your title the brain coach and that's um kind of what you've what really you call yourself now right is the brain coach is that something that um what, tell us from your website if they go to little, littlegiantsteps.com what products are available there jan for our listeners that you know want to know more about where to go next now that they've got you know, the information that you've already given us, what else can they find at your website to help them for the next step?
2: Well, if they have little ones, I have a neurodevelopmental program that includes the math as well. It's called Early Learning Foundations. So if you have a preschooler, that's a really good thing to take your preschooler through so that they work on most all of those areas the mobility and the processing and all of those different things so that their brain is ready for kindergarten and and first grade and then if you have a kindergartner we have a kindergarten level and the levels are basically the math levels so we've got early learning foundations level one for preschool level two for kindergarten and level three takes them through about second grade in math so you could uh, build a foundation that way we've got programs where if you have a child that's really struggling then you can fill out a history form and we can write a more individualized kind of program for them or you can always come see us in texas and at the teach them diligently conferences and also the, uh, the one in Florida we will be doing evaluations in those areas so if you wanted an in-person evaluation you could do that as well and then there's just things to help with reading comprehension and um, visual discrimination you know when you're looking at words like what and where and, and who and when you Those are kind of fine discriminations that you have to make, so we've got a game that helps young children be able to discriminate things that are very similar, and all kinds of resources there. We've got articles that they can read uh, for uh, help with different challenges, and of course the podcasts give a lot of information as well, so... There's a wealth of information there at littlegiantsteps.com.
1: I love all that. And speaking of the podcast, again, um, Jan, you're one of our fellow podcasters here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and um, we're so blessed to have so many awesome podcasters um, that are on this network. But tell us, I know you mentioned that you have over 50 in your library. Tell me, um, for, a, for a road school mom that's listening to us tonight and wants to go listen to one of your podcasts, um, What's one of your favorite ones or one of them that um that they should listen to first?
2: Oh goodness. Um <laughs>
1: I kind of put you on the spot probably with that one, but of all the ones Probably would women... w- yeah, I would
2: probably <clears throat> say the best kept secret in education. Can't think of which one that was. It was one of the early ones. Can't think of the what number. Was
1: the, <laughs> what was the name of it though?
2: Oh it's called The Best Kept Secret in education,
1: and it will tell them
2: a lot more about auditory processing.
1: Awesome. Well, I will look up that show number. That's okay. You don't have to have it. I'll look up that podcast number for you, and we will put that in the show notes for school moms, for you that are listening, and if you're listening to us over uh, at a replay when you get done with this, then you should go check out Jan's uh, one of her earlier podcasts called The Best Kept Secret in Education, and we'll put that in the show notes. Dan, I have so enjoyed having you on the show tonight. I hate it that KT missed this because she has um, a couple of issues in her rig, one of them um, with the struggling reader that she has faced for the last three years, and they're finally um, on the downhill. They have finally got it put together. Um, but I know that she will en- so enjoy uh, listening to this replay. Um, and I hope that sometime in the future we can have you back on and uh, when Kimberly can enjoy your interview as well. Is there anything else you want to tell us about littlegiantsteps.com or the BrainCoach?
2: Just that, find out about neurodevelopment because I just encourage everyone, it, it's never too late to help your brain work better. So if you, even if you've got a teenager or some people I've talked to have children that are out of the home because they're already adults and they can even benefit. I'm going to have one coming up pretty soon, an interview with a lady that Really smart lady, but just really struggled through, through school. And she came up three and a half years in reading comprehension in a four month period. And she didn't do any reading. She just worked on her brain organization. So it's an exciting field. It's a one that can really benefit you, can make your life a whole lot easier. If you have a child with an organized brain, you will be, talk about Rolling downhill. That that's the way
1: to do it. It's have a job with an organized brain. <laughs> well, I love that, and I'll be sure to put all these links that we've talked about tonight in the show notes tonight for everyone that's listening. And Dan, thank you so much um, again for your Facebook Live that you took the time out for us to back in May, and again tonight for all the information that you've provided to us here tonight. I think it's definitely something that I know our community um, here at Road School Moms will definitely get the benefit from so thank you so very much well thank you for having me all right well we'll talk to you soon good night good night okay road school mom so there you have it that was jan bedell the brain coach from over at LittleGiantSteps.com. again want to give her a um, a big thank you for that and I uh, hate it that Katie missed it, because I know this is a show that she will definitely be interested in listening to the replay. And speaking of replays, if you are listening to us over at iTunes, please be sure when you get done um, at the end of your podcast to give us a review. KT always goes into a really good story about why it's important to do a review, but I can just tell you that the gist of it is it really helps our Road School Moms podcast Maneuver through all of the roads that it has to get to over at iTunes and all of the, the other shows that are in our category to get it to where our road school moms can really benefit from it so that it gets out there and is available for those road school moms that maybe don't even know that it's out there or, a, you know, a, a homeschooling mama that's out there looking for some sort of direction. Um, it's easier for her to find us in iTunes with those ratings. So go to those ratings at the end and go ahead and give us your actual review. If it's less than four or five stars, that's okay. Katie and I want to hear the truth. So if that's the case, you send us an email at Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com, or you can send it to me, info at roadtripteacher.com, and let us know what we can do to better serve your road school needs. No matter what kind of a review you give us, though, you are welcome to the free product, uh, digital product of your choice from my learning shop over at roadtripteacher.com, and you can get that by providing that review at iTunes, shooting me an email to info at com, and I'll send you that product of your choice right from my learning shop directly to your email. Um, the only other announcement I wanted to be sure, or not announcement but a reminder, is of our prayer team here at Road School Moms. Um, our prayer team, our prayer warriors, do such a wonderful job of providing confidential um, prayers and encouragement and support um, absolutely confidential. You can send an email to RSMPrayers, Prayers. That RSM stands for Road School Moms. So it's RSM Prayers with an S on the end at gmail.com, and that request goes right to our uh, Prayer Warriors team, and they will share that only with each other um, and only to be able to, you know, provide those prayers to you and an encouragement. So take um, advantage of that if you need it. And other than that, we have a couple of great shows coming up here for the rest of October. I know KT um, has a special interview scheduled for next week for us with uh, Poetry Tea Time. I'm so excited to see what that's all about. I know she's all super stoked about it. Um, we have Cheryl Bassing coming up. We're going to talk to her about Road Schooling High School, um, which for some of us, that is a whole nother ball game all of its own. So I can't wait to have Cheryl come on. In a couple of weeks, and then we're going to do a show about orthodontics on the road. That's something that really fills up our forum over on our Facebook group there at Road School Moms um, about orthos and how you do that on the road um, when you're not in one place for those follow-up appointments. So we've got a very special guest coming on to that. Um, we've also got a show coming up on fire safety. Um, if you were with KT&I back a couple of years ago when we were at our very first road school convention out in Tucson, Arizona, we'd done a fire safety uh, uh, workshop out there with Mac, the Fire Guy, had some awesome information that we brought back to that Road School Mom show. And ever since then, it's been something kind of uh, close to KT&I's heart. Um, fire safety, very, very important. So we're going to do a show all about that in a couple weeks. Um, and that will bring us almost to our holiday super mini special that we always have every year beginning on Thanksgiving weekend for six shows. We do something special all about the holidays and being on the road. Um, and that will take us right to the end of the year, which is kind of crazy to me. I can't believe it's October. I can't believe I'm sitting here talking about a holiday schedule. But nevertheless, here we are. So I uh, just want to say thanks again to Jan Bedell for the interview earlier tonight. Uh, thanks to KT for popping on. I know she's got her hands full out there, that SPF hangout in Albuquerque. We're so glad to hear her voice. And uh, so until then, next week, Road School Moms, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We'd love to have you back. And until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth,
0: your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more
1: information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.